the Michigan GT is coming at you. Greetings, gamers. Welcome to episode number 26. 26. I got nothing. Michigan GT podcast. <laughs> I mean, oh, like, like what's special insurance about drops. Yeah, um, at this point, we're just kind of being considered not kids anymore. Oh, is that a, a little what? more towards being, you know, considered more an adult, more adultish? <laughs> sure, right. We'll I go mean, with that's, that. That's kind of what happens at twenty. We've matured. Right? Yeah, you know, now if you start having kids, you're not looked at as like making really poor decisions. <laughs> Right. You know, I don't know. I was 30 before I had well, my first kid. And it was a poor decision, wasn't it, Rick? <sighs> <laughs> or no. Not, or not. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, what do we got going on this episode, Rick? So we got a couple interviews for right. Dissecting the GT. Excellent. We got a little bit of news. Um, excellent. Um, also excellent. And, of course, hobby time. Most excellent. Of course. Of course. Excellent. Yeah, so... Uh, we're episode 26. This is dropping right before the GT. Right before the GT. You know, so, maybe week, yeah. Or maybe a week ahead of time. Yep. So, uh, hopefully you guys are listening to this on your way to the GT. On your way here. And you'll be seeing us hopefully in a few minutes or, you know, a few hours maybe. A few hours. And, yeah, so we're going to kind of cover uh, with our... Um, what to expect yeah, when our, you get there. With our registration yep. coordinator, yeah, what to expect, how to go about... Grabbing some things if you uh, didn't pre-order it ahead of time. Yep. Uh, where you're going to find the hall? I mean, there'll be plenty of signs and stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah. anyway. It may be pretty impossible to miss. Uh, but there's some little, little tics, tips and tricks in there that I think our our listeners will find handy. Yep. And then we got somebody that's uh, doing a little bit of painting for the, for the raffle. Charity, hopefully, yeah, yeah, for the charity auction. Yeah. yeah. So that that would be that's super cool as well. We're always yep. very appreciative of people. Oh, definitely. Their, their very valuable time. You know, to helping out a good yeah. cause for sure. Awesome. Well, uh, sit back and relax and help us pay some bills, and we'll be right back. With <laughs> I'm some still waiting for my check. GTs. You and me both. <laughs> Acropolis Games is your home for every one of your nerdy needs. We offer an inviting and friendly atmosphere for you to play your favorite games and experience new ones. With a range of tournaments, learn-to-play events, hobby nights, leagues, and much more, Acropolis is your one-stop shop. Acropolis Games was founded in 2015 to provide a -a one-of-a-kind tabletop gaming community experience where all gamers are welcome. Whether you are brand new to tabletop games or looking to return after a hiatus, we have you covered. We invite you to join us in Adrian, Michigan, and help make our community even better. Everyone is welcome, and we look forward to meeting new friends. And we're back. It's time for some Dissecting the GT, where today we're actually going to be talking about the process of entering the event itself. Yes, and you know why we're talking about that? No, why are we talking about that, Rick? Because this episode releases, and then it's the GT. That's right. <laughs> That's very true. And we have an expert to join us to talk oh, we about do? this. We do? And uh, we're going to welcome Michelle. Michelle, how are we doing? Hey, good, guys. How are we doing? Oh, doing Great. great. Getting down yeah, to the final, to the final countdown of the event is upon us. It's scramble time. I know, not much time left. No, we're we're uh, under two weeks as we record this, so it's wow. just coming right up. So, Michelle, uh, what can the participants, especially those who are new to the event or who haven't been here for a while, since we're we're in a relatively new venue? Yep. What can they expect when they show up at the GT? 
Well, they can expect a whole lot of room. So our new venue is gigantic. When you first come into the uh, convention center, you'll see us all the way at the far end of the hallway. So you'll walk straight down and you'll see a bunch of us at a table waiting for you with bells on. Um, and that's where we'll get you registered and get you all signed up for your event. Oh, fantastic. So um, yeah. if, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, you guys will have uh, name badges for people who have pre-purchased their tickets. Yep. We will. Yep. And uh, that's also where they can pick up any of the swag they may have purchased with their ticket, like the T-shirt and the dice. Exactly. Yep. We'll have everything ready to go. All you'll need to do, they'll just give their name. We'll take them up and we'll grab their badges and their swag and hopefully get them on their way as quickly as possible. Fantastic. And what else is that badge going to be used for throughout the event? Um, So the badge itself is going to be used to let you in and out of the hall, come and go as you please. Um, You can also use that badge. Well, there's a couple different things, I guess. Um, for me, it's getting you in and out of the hall because there are people who are going to be at the doors manning that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll also use the badge um, if, to show at the event. So they're, you know, so people know who they are right. and what they registered for. And so, um, so your TO can identify you and, and get you and, on the list and make sure everything is exactly. checked. Exactly. Absolutely. Check all the marks. Yep. And, and it'll also be the key to pick up your swag at your event as well. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what uh, I was going to say. Yep. Yeah. So it'll have right on there what swag you bought. Um, and that way we can just grab it real quick. And like I said, get you on your way as quickly as possible so you can get set up and everything. Great. So um, now one thing also that I think is very important for our attendees to know that there are no outside food and drinks Correct. allowed in the Lansing Center. Uh, Correct. So one thing people need to be prepared for is to bring either some cash or their credit card, and then they can go down to the concession stand, which is directly across from the hall, and they will have, uh, actually it's a pretty decent menu down there. Yeah, um, I run several events there. Um, They actually have one of the bigger options. There's everything from pizza to chicken salads. They had burgers last year. Um, they do drinks. There's also vending machines for drinks. I do highly suggest that you either bring cash or get cash out of the ATM. First thing, when you get there, there is one on site. Um, but when we have big events like this and they do tend to run out of cash sometimes, empties out. there you go. Yeah, it it sure does. So it's one of those, I always tell people just, you know, grab a couple, you know, 20 or 40 bucks. Um, you know, that's smart. Better plan ahead. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and then also inside of the main hall, we will also be having a cash bar as well. Yay. Um, on Friday and Saturday, uh, we're not running it on Sunday. Uh, but the concession stand is supposed to be having, uh, beer for sale in the concession stand. Oh, sweet. So if you're the type of person who needs to have a beer while you play your games, there you go. It's a short walk to go get one and come back. Yeah, I think last year I had bought a couple um, two-hearted ales, and they were really affordable. I think it was like five dollars a can. Wow, that's actually so, very good for very affordable yeah. For I mean, that, I was not for that brand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Most of the time, so, you're, you're I mean, paying seven, eight bucks for a can of that. Yeah, and of course, you know, I know with COVID and everything, prices probably went up a little bit, sure. but at least I mean, everything I've ever bought there has been very affordable. Right. Yeah. They don't hit you quite as hard as most convention centers do, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. They're definitely not, you know, not too bad on that. Right. And now you're a Lansing native, right? Correct. Yep. All right. So say, let's say some of our attendees um, are coming to downtown Lansing. What can they expect 
as far as uh, places they might want to try to go and eat after the event? Oh, sure. So where the convention center is located, that whole strip, there's actually a few restaurants up and down that street. Right across the street, there's actually a place called The Nut House. It's like a bar and grill, a really good place to go if um, you like to watch sports and things like that. And then um, Kitty Corner from the convention center, there's actually a new place called The Sidecar. And they serve tacos um, and things like that. And they're a really good little bar to go to. Um, There's also, if you're looking for other entertainment, a short walk down the street. (laughs) There's a little bit fancier restaurants. There's also some adult entertainment. (laughs) That's that's where I thought you were going. (laughs) Well, you know, they do have a sign up that says, welcome convention goers. That's right. They know what they're doing. I know what they're doing. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, there is that club. There's also some bars right there um, that don't charge cover both Friday and Saturday night. Right. Um, but they have, you know, nice drinks and some dancing sure. or whatever guys might be looking to do. Sure. And uh, Lansing Brewing Company around the corner is actually a pretty good oh, spot, yeah. too. Yeah, that place is really good. And they've got some outdoor games and stuff like that, especially yeah. in the fall. They light their fires. And right. it's kind of a cool place to it, just relax it, it and have a, cool a drink. Place. Yeah, they got a cool vibe going on there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So um, what kind of swag are you expecting to have for sale at your, at your booth? For those people um, so who didn't think to pre-order things. Well, shame on them for right. one. Yeah, Pre-ordering is where it's at. Um, so I would say, so we've got t-shirts. Uh, we do have dice. I know this year we're a little limited on that, but right. we're hoping to have some for sale. Um, and then they can also buy raffle tickets for our charity auctions. Excellent. And we'll have lots of um, prizes for that. We've yeah. got some really cool prizes for a, that. A ton of giveaways. Um, yeah. One, yep. th- one thing we're also working on for the charity auction that's new this year is, and gosh, I'm throwing this out here, so I hope it really comes through. <laughs> uh, but I, I have a guy working right now on a um, a texting system for it. Oh, so perfect. Whereas you guys draw your winning ticket numbers, you'll be, basically be entering it into a web page, and then it will text text blast out to everyone who signed up for the text messages. So the plan is to have like a QR code next to the raffle. People can hit that QR code, enter their phone number, get it in the system. And then every time a ticket gets drawn, it'll blast to their phone. And then Mm. hopefully that will cut down on people who missed their winning ticket. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah. Uh, Because it's always always a horrible feeling when someone... wins but they but they missed yeah right because yeah. we usually give what normally half an hour to an hour or something like half that an, to, yeah i think last year we ended up half hour 45 right, minutes to claim your prize but sometimes people are in the middle of games and they just miss they yeah. just miss it yep you know yep. It, it's just it's just a very with, with so many different events going on at the same time it's just super hard to get everyone to pay attention at that same moment oh and, definitely and I'm hoping, yeah i'm hoping a text messaging system like this well, definitely should alleviate a lot of the people who are, you know, happen to happen to miss that number. Now, for those yeah, that are I think coming that. back, yes, uh, those are coming back, or those that are this is their first time. Where is that charity event and the raffles tickets going to be? Is it going to be in the center again, like it was last year? I believe. In the yeah, la- I think we're layout, doing. It is in the center again. Okay. I, I believe. Uh, yeah. When you walk into the main hall, you'll see the big banners that Perfect. say registration that kind of thing and and that's where you're going to want to go 
Yeah, and you can buy from there. The goal is to have at least maybe one volunteer wandering around with raffle tickets too mm-hmm. for those of the right. you know gamers that can't get away from their table, especially if they're in a couple hour round. Um, you know, and that way they're not missing out on anything. Yeah, you know, we have some uh, great prizes donated by you know some of our awesome sponsors that are going towards that. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. We also have a load, or not a load. Uh, some very talented commission painters who are volunteering their time to paint professional quality miniatures to be raffled off as well. So there's going to be some. There's going to be some pretty cool pieces there. Yeah. Um, nothing on like an army level this year, just because of the time commitment. Uh, we didn't have anybody who who could step up to do a whole army. Yeah. But mm-hmm. some very very attractive centerpieces that are going to be uh, put up for you know for uh, for raffle. Yeah. Yeah, we've always got all kinds of extras. Like last year we had, (laughs) there was one thing that I was after. Um, We had a little like polyhedral set that was laser engraved wooden from, yeah, from Elderwood Academy. Absolutely beautiful. You know, things like that. There's some really amazing stuff that we, you know, we get given to give to everyone else. It's great. Yeah, it really is. Uh, And, you know, and and it's fun to give out prizes like that, right? You know, especially when you're raising money for, for a good cause. Yeah. You know, and. Yeah. So we like to give back. It's always fun. And, and we, yeah, we like to help people that need help. Well, excellent. Uh, Michelle, is there anything else that you can think of that people might need to know when they come in? Um, just to let you guys know, parking is free on the weekend, but the earlier the better. There is parking up and down on the street right in front of the convention center, which may be easy if you're looking to park and unload your stuff. Um, otherwise, it can be a little bit of a hike. Um, if for some reason you can't find parking out front, um, you know, I was going to say if you know a buddy who's there, maybe buddy up and pull the car up, unload it, and have someone watch your stuff while you park. Um, there is parking under the convention center. It usually runs about $10. Which is so I just like completely to warn people. reasonable for, for a whole day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like said, the, you know, the but street is free, which is what I would prefer, right. but $10 for a whole day isn't. <laughs> Isn't ridiculous. No, I'm uh, cheap, so I'm no, all about the free parking. You know, I feel it. Me too. Me too. Um, oh, but, but yeah, yeah, I just try to let people know because there's no like carts or anything. If you need to unload your right. stuff, if you have a lot of stuff or a big display board or yes. anything like that, you're gonna want to probably you know partner up of some kind. Absolutely. Um, so, but yeah, that would be the biggest thing. And then one last thing that just popped into my head. Uh, so yeah. let's say someone here listening is interested in coming but didn't get a chance to get their ticket yet. And they want to sure. just walk up at the event. What would what would the process be there? Um, so what you would do is you'll come see us at registration, and you'll just let us know um, that you'd like to buy a ticket for an event. What we'll do is we'll check and make sure that there's room for said event, mm-hmm. um, and then we can, if there is, we'll get you registered and get you a badge and get you all taken care of. Awesome, perfect. And and pro tip though, if you think you're going to be able to go, get your ticket ahead of time. Go ahead and get it now. Yeah, <laughs> nothing would be worse. Go and than, buy it right yeah, now. Right. <laughs> nothing would be worse than coming down, hoping to walk in and, yeah. and seeing your event is sold out, right? And just yeah, totally... well, seeing the numbers this year, I mean, that's a big possibility. It so is, yeah, it, it's it always kind of a good idea to we check. We have a number of events that have very few slots left, um, and there are a couple that are sold out. So. I would highly, yeah. highly recommend jumping on there now and grabbing that ticket. So, all right. Well, cool, Michelle. Well, we got a couple weeks to go. Can't wait to see you in person, hang out with you for the weekend. Yeah, excited to see you guys, too. It's been way too long. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for your time. And Well, thank you guys for having me. We'll see you soon.
See you soon. AFK Games in Holt is celebrating 10 years. We moved into our new 7,400 square foot space late last year and now have comfortable space for over 100 gamers. We continue to expand our terrain selection and keep a full event calendar. With our expanded space, we've also broadened and deepened our stock of gaming and hobby supplies. And welcome back. It's time for part two of the Dissecting the GT segment. With us today is one of our awesome sponsors for the GT this year. We have Mark from Rune and Forge Gaming. Mark, how are we doing? Good, Jeff. How are you guys tonight? We're doing awesome. So uh, we're getting ready for the GT. We're a couple weeks out. This is the last actual episode that's going to be released before the GT. And from talking to you, I, I get the assumption that you're pretty excited for the Michigan GT this year. I am excited about it. Um, I got to do the Death and Glory tournament with my, uh, uh, I guess, fourth or fifth edition Ultramarine. That didn't work out so hot. <laughs> yeah, you feel, but, you feel a little outdated there? Yeah, 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 things are different. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've done that a couple times uh, over the years. You know, sometimes, you know, you build up an army to a, a certain edition of the game, and then yeah. if you try to force it into a future edition, it doesn't work. It oftentimes does not work well at all. Yeah, well, I thought three Predators looked pretty strong and um, 40 Space Marines and 10 Terminators, but uh, uh, my, my lunch got eaten quite quickly. Yeah, how, how did you end up doing in that? I think I won a game. One one game, <laughs> one and four. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I was pretty hey, happy with my it's one. Still one. Yeah, no, yeah. It's yeah, at least you didn't uh, totally whiff. I mean, yeah. nothing wrong with that. And and you you're you're coming back into the hobby after a hiatus too, right? A uh, big hiatus. Yep. Uh, didn't play, uh, play for. Oh man. Um, I played uh, the last edition GT I did. I think we were in sixth edition. Oh wow. When, um, and then um, one, two, three editions went by, and now there's all these spooky new phases and stuff. Yeah, and all, <laughs> all these stratagems and command points and all these things that you had no idea were even there. Yeah, what, what, what's, this, this, what's this charge phase? I call it assault. We right. don't call it that. Oh, my bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, do a little uh, interpretation for me here. No, mm -hmm. that, that's hilarious. So uh, you've been dipping your toe back in now for, what, about six, eight months? Yeah, um, that's about right. Um, got ready to go for the uh, the Michigan. I'm sorry, the Death or Glory tournament over there in Southfield, right. Detroit. What was that the mo um, what do they call the Motor City Mayhem? I think is what it was called. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then um, couldn't get my army done fast enough, so I pulled off the old Ultramarines. Uh huh. And uh, still had a great time. It was fun. Well, yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, you're still spending two days rolling dice with other guys laughing and having a good time, right? And, yeah. you know, and the, one of the cool things about entering an event like that, where you are at, is like you don't have any expectations going in, right? You know you haven't been playing enough games. You're not going to win the whole thing. You know that right <laughs> up front. So. No, I, I was like, if I can win a game, this place right. can help Yeah, if you can win a game, yeah, which is a great <laughs> mentality to have. Right. And so you have that mentality going in, so you really don't have any expectations of grandeur or anything. So, you know, as long as you're having fun during the game, you're going to have a great time for the weekend. Yep. And, you know, it would really be great if everyone could come to a, you know, a large event like with that, that with mindset. that mindset, yeah. right? Um, yep. And you know what? Most people do. 
Yeah. Most people do. And uh or or if they, you know, drop a game or two they didn't expect, they don't let it ruin their time, right? Yeah. Um yep. there's always a handful that do, but you know, for the most part, everyone's great. And I think I played um one person from Michigan. Really? Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, I played it. Yeah, I played a guy from Georgia, and it was like nine o'clock in the morning. And he was buying beer. I was like, <laughs> "Oh boy!" Um, and, and then I played a physician, a doctor from Pennsylvania. Oh wow! And him and I talked all, all up and down the scale about all that stuff. Sure. Um, and somebody from Kentucky, and I think I played. Oh, I played Duff Moderator's wife. Was the only <laughs> Michigan player wow. I played. Oh, that's super yeah. interesting. Oh. Yep. Wow, that's very, very cool. Uh, yeah, and that event, I mean, it, it was good size, but it wasn't crazy big. What is that, about 125, 150? Uh, something like that. It, was, it seemed like bigger. There were drums flying through the building and stuff, so yeah, it was kind of uh, there was crazy. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah yep. they had a camera okay. on the drone, so they yep. could do some overhead video shots. They're like, like, you got to move out of the way. I'm like, I'm rolling dice. They're like, you really need to move. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, right. Watch your head. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Well, that's cool. And so getting back to the hobby has led you into doing some online painting and stuff like that, right? It has. Um, so got a, it, a following going. Started with like five people. I think we're up to a couple hundred, 500 maybe. I don't know. Oh, that's great. Um, yep. And then the launch of the uh, Etsy store, um, which I uh, print custom things for people pretty often. Um, and then get uh, licenses with um, other people out there that allow me to sell their stuff for them. Okay, so so, so like maybe something like a um, uh, Raging Heroes or something like that. You'll pay them yeah, a, a so licensing like fee guy. so that you can three yard guy. Okay, I have his merchant level, so I can print off his like uh, well his quote unquote Space Wolf King and other things like that. Right. So. <laughs> Unique art. They're not copies of GW stuff. It's yep. you know their nope. own very unique. You know their own take on things. So and, and you're doing it officially, you know through the through the art through the design. Basically, my own bases, like trying to make bases. That oh, that, cool. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So very cool. And so you have an Etsy shop, and that's under Rune and Forge, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Very cool. And and what's about your normal turnaround time for that kind of thing, Mark? Uh, we ship in a day. Wow, that's so fast. If I get a custom, well, if it's a custom order, if it's something ridiculous, obviously it's gonna take longer. All right, because um, you got to print it out or whatever. But if, it, yeah, if it's something yeah. that you already have printed, you, you're out next day. You are correct. Every oh. every morning I go to the Howell Post Office, and away we go. Oh, it's very cool. Very cool. That's excellent. Uh, it's nice to see you know a little side business coming off of something like this. That's that's great. Yep. Excellent. And then, uh, what is your Twitch channel that you're painting on? How can people find uh, you? I on am Rottweiler sixteen sixteen one six one five one six one six one six one six. Okay, sixteen sixteen. Very cool. Yeah. And then and now you know my garage code, so you can take all my tools. <laughs> <laughs> now just give us your address, Mark. <laughs> so, um, what are you? How often are you painting out on Twitch? So uh, Sunday is my big day. Um, I I, uh, I do paint on Mondays. I have a kind of a uh, a deal with a couple other painters out there, so we kind of raid each other and do that. As uh, Wicked Mini Painting, I don't know if you know him. Um, 
Uh, obviously, Kenny Boucher will hit me up here and there. All oh, right, Doc on. hits me up. We 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 kind of have a little circle. Okay, and, um, and you're talking about they hit their Neil Duffy. They hit there, their right? main people. Yeah, what's that? And that's Neil Duffy. Yeah, Neil Duffy. Yep. Yeah, right on. He uh, kicked me, kicked my butt pretty bad today with his knockdowns in our <laughs> tabletop uh, simulator game. Excellent. So, well, very cool. Very cool. And so, um, when we talked earlier, uh, earlier what last month, we talked about you possibly bringing something for the charity auction at the GT. How's that coming along? Yeah, we're working on that stuff. <laughs> oh, that's okay. You, uh, st- you still got a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've hit crunch time with the fifth wolf for uh, some modifications, but mostly done. But uh, if if we don't get it done, we'll make up for it another way. Okay. So well, then we won't we won't reveal what it, what we were talking about, just in case your your <laughs> yeah, plans yeah, go awry. Yeah, that's fine. Well, very cool. Uh, well, Mark, we we thank you very much for your sponsorship of the event, and we're really looking forward to hanging out with you here in a couple of weeks. It's going to be a fun weekend, and you're welcome back anytime. Yeah, awesome, guys. And thank you guys for putting it on. I think it's great, and it's really fun to see the hobby uh, still kicking yes. and getting bigger, it looks like, in my <laughs> yeah, opinion. Yeah, it, so, it, it is. It is getting bigger. That's very true. Um, yeah, a couple of our events are breaking records, so yep. it should be interesting yeah, cool to see to it all, see, uh, all together. It's cool to see a lot of the same faces um, popping up again and in the realm, so, which is neat. Yes, that so. is neat. I agree. And now generations of new kids coming in yep. that are uh, your kids or whatever. So. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun to watch the next generation pop into. Absolutely. Um, yep. Cool, Mark. Well, thanks for your time, and we will talk to you soon. Hey, guys, I'll be tuning in here shortly. I'll see you later. Awesome. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Evolution Games, a tabletop gaming store located just off of West Saginaw Highway in Delta Township. We have a huge inventory of board games, card games, miniature games, role-playing games, and all of the accessories you might need, as well as ample gaming space. It's time for the news, see? Welcome to episode 26 and the news. Rick, what's new? So, from Mantic Games, they just released the Big Red Book. The Big Red Book. Yeah! So, what the Big Red Book is, it's for Kings of War. Oh, right on. Yeah, so it takes the last two Clash of the Kings... And puts it in, so the Clash of Kings is kind of their supplemental book that Thank comes you. out was, every that, year. That was going to be my question. Yep. All right. Um, so it's like a, a uh, an annual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's an annual, but this time they put it all in one book. Mm-hmm. Um, they're re-releasing the regular rules, the third edition rules, with all the FAQs in there as well. Oh, uh, so it's like a a compendium of all like, yeah. rules updates. Yeah, they've taken the new book. Uh they've taken the lore out of the book. Uh-huh. Um to make more room for all the stuff they've added to it. Okay. Um, because they've also added two new ways to play the game. Hmm. Um one of them actually it's not new, they brought it back from second edition. Uh it's a siege. Oh, fun. Way of playing so you can actually storm the castle kind of thing. Cool. Um and then another one I I can't remember exactly what they called it, but it's a smaller scale version of Kings of War mm-hmm. uh, to help get people into the game. So you're only playing at right. half the so points. Like a skirmish, skirmish yeah. size kind of um, thing. You can't bring hordes of models and legions. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's pretty exciting for Mantic. Yeah, that's that's very exciting. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. It actually releases in October. Um, so it won't be part of the GT okay. Kings of War event, but yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of the Kings of War players have been but maybe, super maybe, stoked Maybe about next this. year some yeah. of that stuff could be incorporated. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a fun, um, like a narrative event, you know, the, exactly. the Siege of the Castle kind of yeah. thing. That'd be a great Friday lead-in event. Yes. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Oh, that's very cool. What do you got going uh, on? Let's see here. Big news is the Leagues of Votan are dropping. Or Warhammer Those are the little people, right? Yeah, the squads. <laughs> <laughs> the squads are finally back. So so were you a squats player back in the day? No. <laughs> no, not, uh, no hatred. Sure. No hatred. Um, I. That being said, I mean, to be honest, I owned... A handful of squat models, sure, especially back from the Rogue Trader days, okay, which is kind of really when they existed. Uh, they dropped them pretty fast. I don't even they? think they made it through second edition before. Oh they, wow! Before they got dropped. okay, they, so this yeah. is kind of a big. Oh thing. yeah, they've been gone for a very very long. All time. right, because um, I've always i've I've heard people talk about of course, squats right. in forty k, you know, and, and, all that kind and, of and stuff. also every single year at the GW Compendium, you know, the events. Yep. When they start asking questions from the people in the crowd, one idiot always goes, when are squads coming, coming back? back? You know, and now, now they can hey, say this they're week. They're back. This week. They're yeah. They're coming back. Um, now, granted, they they fancied the name up a little bit and no yep. longer calling them squats or space dwarves as what their packaging used to say sure. back in the, in the Rogue Trader days. Um, but everybody will still call them that. Yeah, they're still, they're still going to be squats. Yep. For sure. Um, very cool. They know, they are a cool design, yeah. If you've seen the models at all or not, I have. but uh, the sculpts are amazing. Uh, they look super interesting. Uh, if I was into 40k at this point, I would be very interested. I got to be honest. Right on. Um, again, because <laughs> rarely these days does Games Workshop release something that is a turd, right? Yeah. Almost everything that they they drop is is pretty impressive. Pretty much, and these are and these are impressive. You know, yeah. they're they're cool looking models, and um, I'm sure there's a lot of 40k players that are going to be thrilled. Um, we are ordering a bunch of them as prize support for the 40k events. At, Sweet at, at the GT, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is. Yeah, and they and they will be here in time, which yay, even exciting. better, right? Even better. Um, on top of that, I know we've kind of talked about this in a previous episode, but they're still not out yet, and they're right around the corner. Uh, but the Zinch book and oh, yeah. the uh, Lumineth Realm Lords, the Elf book, are right around the corner for Age of Sigmar. But sadly, they will not be dropping in time for the cutoff date for the GT. Which, if I was a betting man, I would have bet a hundred bucks that they were going to be they yeah. were going to be legal for the event. I thought for sure they would have dropped this coming weekend, but that sucks. Yeah, not going to make it. Sadly, I, I know I have a few players that were a little disappointed. Uh, because they play those factions, yeah. right? But, I mean, you just can't allow it if it drops the week of the event or the weekend yeah. before. I mean, it's just not... I mean, even my cutoff date of the 17th of September is cutting it very, very close, close as far as being able to, like, have knowledge of the rules. Yeah. You know, that short of a window. Um, but is what it is, and the players going to have to make do, and I guess they can have a last hurrah with the last book. That works. Yeah. Uh, anything else that, nope, that you that's got on the, all on I the got. list? All right. Well, other other big news: the Ninth uh, Michigan GT is coming up on uh, November thirtieth. Oh, that's a thing through October second. It is a thing. Oh, uh, big news! So that'll be coming up. I mean, right after this it's... episode's released, uh, less than a week after this episode. Yeah, drops. exactly. <laughs> so if you're listening to this somehow and you don't know that that's this the Michigan GT going is going on, on? right uh, at this point, you're probably not going to be able to register online. The store will probably be locked. 
<laughs> and you're just going to have to walk up and, and try to drop in and, and buy a ticket at the gate. There you go. So it's going to be a really good event this year. It is. Uh, I can't wait. Also, some breaking news is the Age of Sigmar event has uh, surpassed our our highest selling numbers ever. Woohoo! So it's going to be uh, the largest Age of Sigmar event in the state of Michigan ever. Nice. Which is, I, I'm very proud of yeah. that, I got to say. Um, still nowhere near the biggest one. Period well, ever, but sure. you know, but the biggest one uh, in, Michigan, in this region. Yep, and uh, that's an accomplishment, and I'm yes, super excited is. about that. Uh, the 40k tickets are selling really well. Sweet, uh, we're right now on. We're right around where we were last year. Yep, uh, give or take a couple. Uh, so that's super exciting. A lot of our other smaller events are having you know record numbers. Twenty five percent growth on multiple different game systems. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple of them over 100% growth. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, which, you know, they started really small, but yep. but they're growing, you know. Yeah, and, they're and growing, and it's just exciting. showing that more people are coming to play. That's right. And uh, so if you're listening to this and you're you're heading on, on down, looking to get some games and have a fun weekend, awesome. We can't wait to see you. Make sure to stop by and say hi. You yes, know, look us up. Yeah, you, we, we want you to come by and, and let us know that you're listening <laughs> and, and that uh, – yeah. And then you just want to say hi. That would be pretty cool. That would be very cool. <laughs> uh, so I think that's it for the news, see? And with that, good night. All right. Elric's Hobbies is a proud sponsor of the Michigan GT. What better way to make it easier to prep for the event than to order ready-made bases for your army? Choose from one of over 20 different themes. We have bases for Warhammer 40K, Age of Sigmar, Conquest, Warmahordes, and many other game systems. Additionally, check out our popular bundles like the themed Cursed C Cathedral and Imperial Walkway Cursed City sets, which provide all the bases you need for the Cursed City game. As with all our resin products, these are designed and manufactured right here in the good old US of A. Rick. Yes? What time is it? It's hobby time. I did it. Yeah, you did it, but <laughs> I was going to say it's GT time. I'm not ready or, yet. Or crunch time. <laughs> it's crunch time. It's crunch time. Um, yes. So It's a lot of times. It, it's a lot of times. So, obviously, this is going to be releasing just before the GT. Right. Um, but last week, I had a game, and I had to change my list. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, I got to paint two more models oh it, <laughs> it's okay. only it's so two. so it i have three models time. left to paint for my army uh-huh but yeah i played it uh and it it didn't it wasn't doing what i needed it to do so i kind of looked at it and reworked it i was like okay if i take these two it'll accomplish what i need okay um because i didn't realize until playing that game i didn't have any anti-air oh that could be bad uh yeah Right on. All right. Well, <laughs> at least you found out first. I, yeah, I found out before playing. Better than um, leaving the show saying, mm, I really should have had some anti-air. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, so you, know, you don't need to knock a couple things out. Yeah. All but, right. yeah, so uh, last episode I talked about doing 10, 10 more models mm -hmm. um, plus two uh, mechs. Okay. How'd that go? Um, it went pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying my Cobra theme. <laughs> Cobra! Um, I did find my transfers. Oh, excellent. Yes. Um, and I got them on my mules, the trucks. Mm -hmm. um, they're not as bright as I was hoping for. Um, oh, because they're on the dark blue. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, unfortunately, because they're on that dark blue, yes. it doesn't that, quite pop. It's an issue. It's an issue yeah. with, with red over any darker color. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I've had to like paint over the decal and the, and kind of use it as tracing. Yeah. Right. I, I have had to do that in that in that exact scenario. I um, might look at doing that. All my uh, sisters of battle. They have the the yeah. red, the red heart. Yep. Um, and on a lot of those, on the blue cloaks, I had to paint red ah, on top yeah. of the decal because I was having that exact problem. That makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, red's just. But I do have why it's a bold color. It doesn't. I, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, lay over dark colors. Yeah, well. uh, but I do have some of the black cobra symbols mm. um, that I can put on the red. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, oh, that would that would yeah, and that'd be easy. Which, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which I that's probably what I'm going to do with them. I don't right, know right. if I'll have enough time to get. All of the troops with the transfers. I have enough transfers for oh, it. Oh, cool. Um, I can put a Cobra lo- logo on everybody. Sweet. I'm going to try and do my damnedest to get all, all right. of them. That's that's a cool goal. Um, I love it. Yeah. So that, with a week left from the recording, right? <laughs> I should have the other two units done. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, good. Very good. Good to see that you had a productive couple weeks. Yeah. Oh, and then I did a... Quick thirty minute paint. Oh that was... <laughs> yeah, and you turned out cool. You did what? Um, an intercessor? Yeah. Is that what they are? I think they're. I think it's the intercessor. Intercessor. I, they're all. I I don't know. I hate the new space marine names. I got to be honest. Yeah, it's so freaking. He was a melee guy. Right. He's the yeah. He's yep. he's, he's, he's the, a melee guy. He's like super scout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw. I saw this. It uh, used to be so much easier. This is a tactical guy. <laughs> this is a devastator. This is an assault marine. Scout. And that's it. Right. That's still no, the way it should Don't be. need these silly names. <laughs> For the exact same thing. That all sound similar. <laughs> yeah. They all sound similar. <laughs> they really do. They really do. You know, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Wham, so, wham, 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 grumble, 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 grumble. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw this TikTok of this uh, Wargamer coach mm-hmm. uh, threw out a challenge. You could, you have to use brushes. All right. You can airbrush your primer. Okay. So I was like, why not? And I did that today. Mm-hmm. I I had a few minutes before going to pick up Levi from school, so I was like, "Sure, I'll give it a shot and see how well I do." Sweet. Um. So yeah, I did it, and I was actually pretty impressed with myself yeah, as far I as like quality was. I was like for, that's tabletop for one, a half hour. Yeah, it, it looked great. Yeah, I was. I was. It was kind of almost that reinvigorate the whole painting. Thing. Yeah, it kind of give you that, that like, little shot of adrenaline. I do have a little bit. More skill than I thought. Right. Because no, when you pump out something in half an hour. Yeah. That can go on a table. That's right. It, that's saying something. It is. It's very cool. You know, and and like I said to you earlier, when you showed it to me, I mean, you could put a full army of that on the table and it would look oh, good. Yeah. You know, there, there's nothing wrong with how that would look. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's cool. No, good goal. Yeah. So what have you been doing? Oh, all right. Uh, been crunching. Yep. Yeah. So uh, last episode, I said I was done painting. Yeah. Until the GT. That has held mm-hmm. true. Okay. I have, okay. I have not lifted my paintbrush <laughs> since our last episode. Okay. Um, I have instead been lifting the Elmer's glue bottle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nonstop since the last episode. Sure. So uh, one of our fantastic sponsors, Tinker House Games. Oh, yeah. Uh, they sent us a bunch of their... Um, uh, like cardstock terrain. Yep. And it requires a lot of gluing. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, and it looks super cool. Uh, it it, it great, does. Great product. I'm, I'm, I, I walked away from that very impressed. Um, 
I, I think you get a tremendous value. Yeah, there's actually a lot of scenery in there, uh, in it those is. kits. It is a lot of scenery. Um, now, they, they sent me four sets of four kits. Okay. So, um, what, I found, what I found is um, the first go-through took, mm-hmm. took me three-ish hours yep. for, for each of the kits. Yeah. Um, my second through fourth go-through, I was able to shave about an hour off, uh, <laughs> off of that, that assembly time. Because uh, what I found is uh, why their instructions were great. Mm-hmm. You no know, criticism on the instructions. Um, you know, especially when you're using um, white glue. Yeah. Good glue stuff together. It's, yep. There's a long dry time, right? Yes, there is. Uh, and if you're not careful, your pieces will pop apart. Yeah. Um, so, but I did find, though, that if you glue things together in a different order, you can have, like, your, your base assembly all done all the way across the entire kit. Yeah. Let that, and then by time you've you've gone all the way through and finished that last piece base, you, you can back. go back to, yep. to the beginning, and then you can start assembling the subassemblies, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because they're always, it's like, if you look at the instructions, their instructions, it says, okay, do these subassemblies, now put those subassemblies together. Yeah. Right? And so basically what I just, I did instead was went through the entire package, did all of the, all solid, the, sub, all the yeah. subassemblies, and then... Went back to the beginning and then started doing all of the assembly. And then then it worked out great. That's great. Um, but it, it took that first time through to to find out you know what I could do ahead of time. Yeah. And, you know, and stage my stage my progress. Yes. If, you know, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And you're gonna be able to check these out on tables at Absolutely, the yeah. They're gonna be featured on the Necromunda tables. Awesome. All the Tinker House stuff. Um so from that I put together they sent us um the uh, defense walls, mm-hmm. as well as the uh, the gates for the walls. Yep. So they had some like guard towers on and stuff, which were yeah. really cool. Uh, then they uh, also sent the Satcom station, which oh. is which is a very large kit. Okay, uh, I bet you, including the radar dish, you know, from the ground yeah. from the tabletop to the top of the radar dish is close to eighteen inches. Oh, nice! Uh, it, it's impressive. It, they 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 sit right on. very high. Uh, it's a very Big impressive piece, and so it, to see it came one. with uh, the Satcom station as well as a bunker. Oh, okay. Um, that was one kit, and then the final kit they sent us was um, some rail cars. No, it was rail cars with um, like crates and stuff yeah. like that that that, that are on nice scatter load, they're loaded on right scatter train that kind of thing. Sweet, yeah. So I took me. <clears throat> I mean, it was. Almost two weeks <laughs> yeah. of almost every night working on it for, for about three hours a night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, so, nice job. Well, thank you. Uh, and uh, now that that's done, I've now moved on to the uh, stuff that we got from Battlegrounds. Our, right? Battleground? No, Battle Systems. Excuse Battle me. Systems. Battle Systems. Um, and so I've started working my way through the, their sci-fi terrain. I okay. should be done with that. The next chance I get to sit down, I got one more kit to put together from that. Okay. Uh, and then I'm on to the fantasy stuff they sent me. Right on. Yeah. So uh, that's going, going <laughs> well, too. A lot less gluing with, okay. with their with system. With the fantasy? Yeah. Uh, no, with that. Our, that brand. Oh, okay. Uh, the the uh, battle systems. They, yeah. They used uh, plastic clips for a lot of their stuff. So their oh. stuff is more modular. Okay. Uh, kind of designed to be able to take apart and, and put back together in, in different shapes. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's pretty interesting stuff. The, the gothic 
terrain set is what I've been putting okay. together so far. Okay. Uh, I can't speak to the the fantasy stuff yet. I wouldn't surprise me if that's a little more static uh, by the, by the pictures. Yeah. Um. Nothing wrong with that either. Nope, not at all. So yeah, I'm excited to put that together. See how that that goes together. So that'll be sweet to see it. Hoping GT, to man. wrap that all up in the next week. We'll, uh, we'll yeah. <laughs> I have two, but I'm hoping to have yep. more than one. That, that's well, actually, one. you got two until the GT. Not until we record. <laughs> no, no, that's true. Very, very true. So yeah, so that's it for me. Yeah, right on. Yeah, anything else in your hobby? Um, Getting I, any games in? I did. Like, I got a couple games in. Very cool. Which uh, made me realize that I had to change my list to add a what'd, couple. What did you play? Um, so I played. Obviously, I'm playing Firefight, mm-hmm. um, and I played against the Enforcers, i.e., Space Marines. Um, that's about as close as you get, and they're tough. They're tough as nails. Okay. And my Marauders, the Orcs, they're they got nice tricks. But their their armor isn't the greatest, mm-hmm. so you got to get in fast. And I didn't prepare for flyers. And when those flyers come in, they will decimate an entire unit. And oh, they're, they're pretty yeah. effective. Huh? Yeah, and with firefight flyers, they have to move every activation. Right. That's they can't 40, hover. Forty k is the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they get to your back line fast, pretty right. fast. Yeah, that's what they do. As they do, yeah. yeah. Um, so I realized I need some anti-air, so I'm bringing a unit of just anti-air. All right, cool. A couple cool. goblins with some shoot missiles. Em, shoot them down, baby. <laughs> yeah. Shoot them down, cool. Yep. Excellent. Um, I got, of course, uh, well, actually, since we recorded last, only one game in. Only uh, one? Yeah, because, you know, Spartan opening day was on my game. Well, day, so. yeah. So yeah, I I did spend, That's a thing. Did, did some, spend some time <laughs> in Spartan Stadium rooting for my guys. Um, yeah, that was a ridiculous game. Well, <laughs> I, I enjoyed myself. I, I'm sure you yeah. did. I'm sure all the Spartan fans enjoyed right, that one. Right. Um, so yeah, so I have uh, a friend of ours has had gifted me a box set for Age of Sigmar that he wasn't going <laughs> to use, and it piqued my interest into a faction that I've been. Staring at from afar. Yeah. Uh, so now, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm pretty interested <laughs> in it now. Uh, it's the Sylvaneth army, which are yep. like the, the tree folk. Yeah. Um. So I have a friend of mine who has an army for them who doesn't play much these days because just life. Yep. And uh, I asked him if I could borrow it, and he was happy to loan it to me because uh, he's been playing them since they were horrible. Oh, and, and okay. hasn't really been playing them because they were horrible. Horrible. Um, and you know, when he bought the book, he asked me to you know go over the book and yeah. and tell me what he thought, what I thought of it. You know, yeah. and as I'm reading it, I'm going, "This is really neat." Uh, there, there's <laughs> there's just some really really cool mechanics. Okay. Uh, to the to the army, it's a it is not a beginner's army. So if you are, right. so new, I need to stay away from it. Right. If you're new to the game, you'll struggle with it because yeah. it's. Um, the tactics to it, there's a lot of um, of stacking of abilities. Oh, okay. Right. So you, yeah. you got to do this for this to happen, and then when and that happens, then you're going to go do this. And so you're really... The heavy combos. You're really comboing a lot of, of different units and, and different abilities to make things happen. Um, and for an experienced player like myself... Yeah. 
that's super intriguing to me. Sure. Because it, it's next level thinking, right? Yeah. You know, you got to be thinking multiple steps ahead during the game. It's it, as as simple as it is. It's taking it from a check checkers game to a chess game. Absolutely. Yes. And, and that is highly appealing to me. Yeah. Um, so I was telling him as I was going through it, what I thought of it, you know, I'm yeah. like, I said, you know, I, I really think that in the right hands, this could be vicious and, and <laughs> just deadly. Uh, I said, but in the wrong hands, you're going to struggle. Yeah. You know, just because if, if you're not seeing things multiple steps down the road, you're going to be in the wrong position and make the wrong decisions and everything's just going to blow up in your face. Yep. And so, um, that being said, <laughs> he, he loaned me his stuff yeah. uh, last week, and uh, my buddy who's going to be playing in the GT came over with his, <laughs> with his GT list. Ah. And um, now, I smashed him, <laughs> but, All but, right. but, 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 he did not have a lot of luck. Ah. Uh, his, his dice were not very cooperative. His dice said in, no. In his defense. Uh, that being Which said, it happens. It happens. Uh, that being said, even if he had been average with his dice, I still think I had what it took to take him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My it worked exactly as I designed, which uh, it's always so rewarding it, yes. when that happens, right? <laughs> when everything kind of plays out pretty yep. much exactly how you envisioned it when you were putting this list together, you know. And and the list is not a lot of models. I mean, I think I had. Uh, I say it doesn't look 12, like there's a lot on the table. I had 14 models when when the game. That's started. it. Yeah, 14. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was 14 models when the when the game started. Yeah, now, when the game starts. Right. Because they uh, have a thing, don't they? Well, um, the Alariel, the Queen on on the huge beetle, she can summon one unit in the game. Okay. Which she brought on three more models. <laughs> now, granted, all all of those models, like though. All of them except for the queen had five wounds each. So, I mean, so there, there's a decent number of wounds on yeah. the table, right? Just not a lot of models. So it was five wounds each, and then she has like 16 wounds, I think. Okay. So, so they're pretty elite. There's, you know, this build is very elite. Yeah. Now, you can, there's other builds where you can take a lot of chumps. Sure. But not with what I took here. <laughs> and they just, they hit like a truck. They hit like a truck, and it was grand and glorious. <laughs> and you had a blast. <laughs> and I had, I had a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun with it. Right on. And I also see there are multiple ways that you can build competitive lists with the book. Okay. And that's also super appealing to me. Yep. That it has that replayability. Yeah. If, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Where you can, you can bring very different lists that play it in a very different way yep. and get a very different experience. Uh, yet still get positive results. Yeah. Because all books have multiple ways you can play. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be... Well played. Lucrative. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a ton of fun. Right on. Um, and yeah, I'll, they'll be coming to my table soon. <laughs> right on. And I wasn't going to do a new army this year. I was going to say, they, yeah, didn't we... It didn't, it's, damn it, Rick. I, he had to give me those free models. Yeah, Rick talked for the win. Yeah, Rick talked for the win. <laughs> he got me. He got me. Anyway. All right. Well, I think that wraps it for 26. I think that does. We will see you guys all. Uh, at the GT. At the GT. Yep. Uh, we will be doing our next recording after the event. After the GT to so talk about all the things that we a, saw. a post-GT podcast. Yep. Right on. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. And, and we will soon. see you at the GT. Yep. 
IIW Hobbies was founded October 28, 1998. It was named after my late father. Our first location was previously a baseball card store in Livonia. In the early 90s, the demand for baseball cards began to decline. This is when the previous owner decided to sell. I saw a need in the market. My vision was to create a fun retail store designed to serve the local gaming community, providing both games and events. I scraped up the initial investment and away we went. I purchased the previous owner's Magic, Games Workshop, and a few other miscellaneous card games and RIW Hobbies was born. We occupied the location at Five Mile and Merriman until February 1999. In 1999, we moved into what would be our building for the next 17 years. Our original location started with 1,050 square feet. We continued to expand over the years, adding additional storefronts and buildings until we were up to 5,000 square feet. By 2015, RIW Hobbies had grown so much that we decided to move across the street to a 7,700 square foot building. This has been our location for the past six years. Thank you for your continued support. We really appreciate you. We couldn't have achieved this level of success without your support and the support of our local gaming community.